straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Call me straight that. shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then okay, pop bottles. Okay, we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship ring. Cause I ball hard. Don't be sweet by harder. I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of The Fizz. We are so happy to have you all here with us. We are recording on Tuesday evening. Uh, normally we try to record on Sunday, but it's some busy stuff going on. I'm here with uh, Lou, the Big Slip Bandit. How we doing? We're doing good. Booze Day Tuesday, getting a little fresh Word out to the people. <laughs> and we got Chandler with us as well. How are we doing, Channy? Yeah, he's boozing all right. Yeah. Everything's good, Frank. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. But, yeah, so we're on we're on Tuesday this week, and we're before Hard Knocks. So if you are listening to this um, on Thursday, we did not see episode three yet. Or four. We haven't seen four, episode four. Yeah. Um, and we're all still unsure if there are four or five episodes. Or are you pretty confirmed there's only four? I'm pretty sure that this is the last one. We are a Google search away from figuring it out. Yeah, but I am confident that this is. <laughs> we just refuse to look it up. I don't I'm want it to right end now. either, but you just know? get thirty more minutes of sound bites and don't do any research yeah. for the first two minutes of the show. <laughs> well, Google has spit out the. I googled how many hard knock episodes. It says ninety. So maybe it's maybe it's just a long. <laughs> that means season this up. is it. <laughs> We're catching up to them. How many episodes in this hard knock season? Um. How do we not know this? This is like our job. There's five. There's five. There's one on Tuesday, September 6th. All right. I don't know. Starts. I think that's BS, but okay. we'll have so to see. Check my sources. I'm on DraftKings. We'll go back to, yeah, DraftKings are full of shit. All right, Frank, <laughs> I know we're a big traffic podcast, yeah, but yeah, can we be traffic. a weather podcast for a minute here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what else we talk about, man. There's a big storm. I don't, yeah, did you, did you guys get affected yesterday? Do you guys have power still or? Dude. I do have power, but all the lights coming back from uh, practice this week were out, so hit some hit some traffic, definitely heading back home. Dude, I think you guys, like, northerners up here got hit a lot harder than we did. Like, I, I kind of just had no idea that, like, it, it got dark and it stormed and it rained, and it was a little windy, but, like, what I was seeing in the group chat from the guys, like, I didn't get any of that shit. Like, yeah. you guys were acting like it was Armageddon, and yeah. I didn't. It, every stoplight's a four-way stop. Yeah. There are some lights out by me, I guess, but it's, I don't know, for me, it's, there's not that crazy a shit going on by me. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, no, there was some, there was like some, I saw some huge pine trees down on 22 mile, like 30 footers, like big boys. Oh, man. So what the hell happened? A tornado hit? I, Fucking I think knows? one did touch down, but I think it was out in Richmond or something. Heavy what? winds, heavy T winds. Well, some coworkers out in New Baltimore said like all their patio furniture was in the fucking lake and the water and shit. And so, so no joke. I'm, I kid you not. I can confirm the source. A guy on my team yesterday at 22 and Hayes, okay, mm-hmm. says this big gust of wind comes through, like the initial gust. Okay. Probably the eye of the tornado, okay? He says <laughs> a, right. a tree <laughs> gets ripped Captain out Jack. by its roots, okay? But, like, okay. literally. Who's telling you this? Who's just this I've, seen, my I've seen some of those. Yeah, yeah. Honest guy, good guy. Okay. 22 in haze, <laughs> right in front of the 7-Eleven, gets ripped out of the ground. Roots and all, big ball of dirt. It's flying around everywhere, okay? okay. He drives up the road. Some girl's car got speared with one of the signs out of the street. Holy so shit. So one of those like road signs, she was all right, but it must have flipped in the air, came down through the top of her roof. He threw down the 
Oh my god! Wow. Damn, Speared that's like Final dude. Destination. I was just shit. about to say. I know yeah. the log scene. He looked at her, said she was okay, but oh, I was like, god. "Holy shit, dude! Fucking Poseidon spear through your roof. That's dude. insane, dude! It came in so quick too. It was fucking like calm, and then it was just boom yes. right away. Yes, dude. I feel like I missed this whole thing. I feel like I wasn't a part of it whatsoever, which yeah, I'm was, not mad about. We'll yeah, call you, you next time. You yeah. can come up next time. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll start driving. Yeah, us, so I we can be a full. I've always like <laughs> low key wanted to be a storm chaser, so like we, there's still time. Come on, man. We should go. Yeah, we should just we should just full blown be like weather guys. I, I wouldn't hate that. You you really wanted to be a storm chaser? Yeah. Oh yeah. We I sh- love. We should do a couple of these outside. We should do a couple of these outside. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but like. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to drive towards a storm, you know. Just like, trying to buzz in, see it, see it for real. Get see eyes it for on the it. eye. I yeah. agree. Yeah. See what I'm the not hype's saying all like about. I'm about to like strap up my car and head down there for hurricane season this year, but you know. I mean, if you're a true true storm chaser, you're yeah, right, man. You know. Maybe I got to look in the mirror and yeah. ask myself the yeah. hard question. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. What are we? Yeah. <laughs> storm chasers. <laughs> so, so. Uh, so Pizzo or Lou or whatever, yeah. uh, you won the first game. I'm I'm reading in the papers. We did, we did. Yeah, we we had a good first game. Thirty eight to sixteen was the final. Mm. We actually played uh, against uh, Detroit Legends kid. Oh, was on the squad. Fucking uh, Barry Sanders was at our game. Oh wow, heard of him. Yeah, yeah. So um, his kid played, I believe, running back, little quarterback on Birmingham Groves. No surprise, he was like their best athlete, but. We shut them down, controlled the clock, and just ran it ran it down their throat and put up the numbers and had a good day. That's huge. Yeah. Chalk up the dub. It was a great first win of the season. So so how old is – I mean, I forget that he retired, like, when he was 30. So how old – I mean, what's Barry, like, 45? What, did he come in the league in the late 80s? So he's got to be probably mid-50s. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. For some reason, I just thought his kids were, like, grown. But he does have a couple older kids. Doesn't he – I think he has four or five kids. Yeah, he does. Oh, really? Yeah, he's fifty-four. Okay, nice. Fifty-four. He's got. So, he's got four sons. He's got four sons. Yeah. So. Um, well, nice job. Congrats. That's huge. Big yeah. dub. Big dub. Uh, what day of the week was that? So wait, when that does was JV on, play? That was Wednesday. So we actually we have a game tomorrow as our second game against Bloomfield Hills. And then after that, we're on Thursdays for the rest of the time, just because of like Labor Day, the holiday stuff. Like the the first couple games are on Wednesday. Varsity plays Thursday, but usually it's Thursday nights. Good, good stuff. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, any news report from the weekend? The biggest news I had was uh, Lou winning that game, essentially, and then obviously the storm, which we can still talk about if we <laughs> if we if we have more shit we want to say. I think I'm all set on the storm, but yeah, I had a report on my end. I mean. This upcoming weekend, me and Lou have to go into the Lions Den. Mm-hmm. We're uh, heading down to Ann Arbor for a wedding, but it just so happens to fall on week one of college football, so we'll be in a sea of maze. Oh it's, shit! Is it that? Sa- it's Saturday. Saturday yeah. Yeah. And and the oh my god! Wedding festivities yes. start around one thirty. Are you in like Ann Arbor proper it, type deal? Like, are you just in the area? No, we're downtown Ann Arbor. Holy yeah, shit. We're like yeah. really close. Yeah. So good friend of ours. We're happy to celebrate it with them, but. You know, I don't know. I might not stop at some crosswalks. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it'll be mayhem down there for sure. Yeah. 
They're playing. They got Western at home. Western got any shake to them this year? I have no idea. No, they got no, uh, uh, Colorado, Colorado State. State at home. We have Western. We have, Michigan we have Western. State. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yep. Yeah, same difference. No, I think Not Colorado State's absolutely <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> so this is Cade's game, remember, though. Mm-hmm. This is where he gets to state his case, and then week two, JJ gets to state his case against Hawaii. Yeah, so can we like talk, talk about Hawaii. that? Like, what's, what's up with that? We'll talk, we'll talk about Hawaii in a little bit. Uh, can't, can't make the hard choice, I guess. I mean, playing against... Two shitty teams, I don't think, is going to tell you what you need to know. No. I mean, okay, hey, you threw for 400 against Colorado State, and you threw for 380 against Hawaii. Like, they should torch them both. But, like, I don't know enough. Like, what's Harbaugh, like, trying to do with this? Like, is there someone he wants to start, and he's just playing politics, or is he just literally being, like, jellyfish about this? I think what he's doing is he is – he can't not start Cade because of what he did for him last year. Right. But if he doesn't, if he starts Cade and comes out and does that, I think he thinks JJ will be in the transfer portal before the end of the year. Okay, right. And it, it, I honestly think that this is a very similar situation to what he had in San Francisco with Alex Smith and Kaepernick. Jesus. You know, because it's like you got to keep Kaepernick. He's the he's been playing good. He's doing just enough to get you there. But deep down. I think Harbaugh thinks that J.J. is the guy, but he can't start him over yeah. Cade. Yeah, and he obviously seems terrified of, uh, like, him, tra- his family or whatever, and them transferring. Yeah. I mean, it was like right. he got in this mess during the Michigan State game. Right. It, you know what's funny, though? Our good buddy DV texted us the other day, and it is eerily similar to Clemson mm-hmm. when Trevor Lawrence took over for Kelly Bryant. Yeah. So the first four yep. games, they split time. And then Trevor Lawrence took the starting role over after that, led him to the national title. Damn. So I'm not saying that's the case. Trevor Lawrence, true freshman, number one quarterback. JJ's not that good, but he is a five star. But nonetheless, if I'm a Michigan fan, I think you got to go boomer bust. You got to start JJ. Yeah. The guy with the higher ceiling. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing really for it. But I just I think it's insane how Harbaugh manages everything. And then uh, I was hearing today he was like quoting the Bible like three or four times on ninety seven one. Dan Campbell was doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's good stuff. So do we want to do we want to talk? Do we want to jump into Lions or do we want to do college football? Which one do we want to do? You want to get Lions out of the way? Yeah, let's go get them out of the way. Yeah, right? let's get them out. I know Chandler wants college to be done with them already. Be a little <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is. We are looking at week one. So yep. Detroit Lions again. Like we told you guys. Uh, haven't seen episode four of Hard Knock, so I doubt anything pretty crazy at all is going to happen. Uh, episode three, I thought, was just such a snooze fest. Um, but the big cuts we are reading, uh, Boyle, quarterback, cut, uh, Tom Kennedy, Tim Kennedy, whatever his boy Fucking is. Fucking Timmy, dude. The preseason Damn. warrior. He is cut. Uh, the Funch, Funch at tight end, Funches. Bye-bye. Uh, he's gone. And then uh, our boy Pimpleton, he is gone as well. Got a case, a mean case of the drops at the worst time in Popped his life. Popped like a zit. Dude. <laughs> or a pimple. Dude, he uh, dude, he dropped everything. He, he did, bro. He, dropped, he had fucking butter on his fingers. It was so bad. And they were, like, showing his mom and shit, and he was just dropping all those balls <laughs> and hard knocks, man. Just like, what, what a terrible time to drop every fucking pass in the world. You, like, can't edit that out after, like, what you saw. Like, maybe yes, we they cut no his other mom out of that footage. episode. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Dude, HBO's been, like, some... I mean, like, I said it every week. You know, the fuck them in between the lines. Like, they've said it every episode yeah. twice. And you think we'll like, hear it tonight? I don't know. I mean, if, if they do, like, that means somebody oh, you know else got to snipped, fight. too, is uh, that easy guy. Yeah, uh, which, like, we all knew he was. Yeah, right. 
Like, like, why like was lazy that? Lazy lineman. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from uh, where is he from? Nigeria. Yeah. 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 He, dude, that was the worst storyline. They simply picked it just because he was like not from the United States, and he was just absolutely getting blown up in the game, and like he looked terrible. Yeah, he looked awful. And then like Hutch was like dusting him for going to Memphis. Like that was like his whole storyline. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, that really sucked. Uh, I also ate that fake tweet alive. I don't know if you guys saw the fake tweet. I ate it alive, regurgitated it, and then <laughs> ate it again. I thought it was real as hell that Blau and Boyle got cut. What a fucking obscure <laughs> little fake tweet to, like, fake me out. Like, it, wasn't, the carrot. it wasn't something ma- major. It wasn't, like, uh, what, our boy Barry, Barry right. McCockiner, who like, who like will drop the king of Twitter. Yes, will drop bombs. Ball sack sports. Yeah, ball, ball sack sports also eats our group chat alive. Yeah, F- fucking half the guys are sending quotes in there. Like the ju- what was the Justin Fields quote? It was just like, man, I can't throw to these motherfuckers. There was, there was better receivers at Ohio State, and half our group chat was like, holy shit, Fields hate Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, it's like said ball sack sports (laughs) on the fucking image. That's the news these days, even in the group chat. They just want to be the first to report it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, NFL, shout out NFL rumors for really just adding fuel to the fire. There's like a Twitter Twitter account out there. For those who don't know, it's just called like at NFL rumors. Uh, It's the most generic thing, but the guy just tweets anything and everything. I think that he kind of hears or sees. He's he's batting like 40%, I'd say, on half the shit he tweets out. But That's not bad. Still hitting. But, dude, some of it is just, like, like it's stuff that I don't even know how he would know. Like, like McCaffrey grumpy in Carolina. Like, it's not like – they're not, like, real things. They're not, like, real reports. I think we should start our own room. I mean, that's exactly what he's doing is just typing shit. <laughs> Grumpy. Yeah. I'm telling you, it was just, like, it was, like, players' emotions being reported, reported out. Grumpy every day. Yeah, we're grumpy all the time. You know, it ain't news. No. Um, anything else on the Leos? Home opener. Tickets are secured on my end, mm-hmm. Chandler. Any tickets secured on your end? What do you think? I guess we'll see you at the game then. <laughs> Frank, I know you're locked in. I'm locked in, baby. Section 241. I will be in 119. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty far, but we will find each other. The seats never really matter. Like no, I said, you know. Just getting in the building. Last year I was there, I maybe sat still for a quarter, if that. And then I was bouncing around like an idiot. So what's the over-under projected time to be downtown in Detroit and cracking your first beer? I think in an ideal, like a realistic ideal world, I'd like to, I'd like to be there at like 10. Yeah, that's where I, I was thinking like leave my house by like 9 at yeah. the latest. Yeah. And I'm pretty close, so 9.30, get out of there. Maybe 8.30 even, depending. Because like yeah, sometimes you can't sleep. You don't, gotta get don't up play coy, man. It. You're going to be up and I gotta play defense, Dude, man. I got to play num, defense. Num, 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 num. <laughs> I got to play defense against myself, dude. Like, I get down there at 8.30. Like, it just, once I'm there, it starts. Oh, yeah. my blood is pumping. It's, it's like waking up to golf or like, I you hate know, how excited I get. Yes, dude, you're I, so jacked up. You can't, you're just like slamming it right out of the bottle. Dude, like, and I'm like. You know, after last year, I was like, never again. Like, drank too much. They lost. I spent way too much money, and now I got the tickets again. And, Say like, the same thing every year. Every I'm doing it, year. too. I can't wait. No, what's, yeah. <laughs> what's the oppo? Where can everyone see the Fizz guys at? Uh, I think, well, where are you going to be at? I don't know yet, to be honest with you. I'm going to buzz down, probably park around the tent area. I'm going to hit Sweetwater for sure. What and, tent area? Like, where they set up oh, all those big Oh, you're going to be Greektown? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like, like Firebird and shit? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be over in that area. 
and then might buzz over to Eastern Market for an hour or so before the game, depending on what traffic looks like. So I'm sure it's going to be an absolute zoo down there. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i be Ubering down. Just drop me off into the jungle, and uh, I'll figure it out from there. But I think I think we were supposed to tailgate. So I've never tailgated Eastern Market for a Lions game. I'm always in that that Firebird area. Yeah, me too. Because that's the problem with Eastern Market is, like, it's not buy anything. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, that's the worst part. Yeah. The... um. So I know my buddy was going to have a tailgate there, uh, but I don't think they got a spot. So I don't know. I know there's – I'm normally, like, like in that Firebird area or, like, right by Harbor House, yep, which is kind of the same yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we end up there, and, um, you know, anybody listening, anybody out there, if you're there, if you're out in the wild, and especially you, just if you see those Lions fans and you know who I'm, what I'm talking about, just snap those pictures, man. This is the time. This is the day. This is week one. This is the Dan Campbell area. We're going to run for the real sickos. Yeah. This is what we want. These are the, the media we need of these Detroit Lions fans. The Frank, guy I dripped think, in motor oil. I yes. think you're going to be surprised. I think there's going to be a lot of grit t-shirts down there. You think so? On Sunday. I do, man. I hope so. Uh, the grit tees are selling. The hats are selling. I just launched the crew neck hoodies. Okay. And I actually just dropped a, a quarter zip. Kind of a nice one, Adidas. Oh, love it! Uh, embroidered grit quarter zip. The wow. grit, the grit is popping right. Grit now. is popping. I also will say this in the vein of uh, the grit tees and just fucking styles and t-shirts and everything. Uh, there's so much shit on the internet that apparel-wise gets just stolen right from my account, which is just unbelievable. The amount of grit. Uh, blue on black and like shit I've seen as soon as I launched that thing has been unbelievable. So Barstool just launched it um, before Barstool launched my exact same Iserman T. And then uh, before that, the Russian five like had my retire 91. So the internet's just a ruthless place, you know, Robin from the poor to pay the rich, I guess these hey, days, whatever. I'm not saying I haven't taken some uh, media from some <laughs> other people, but I try to credit when I can. I mean, the, the internet is very ruthless and we're going to get to hear about that a little later, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are. We're definitely going to hear about that. In <laughs> fact, that's a great segue. We should just jump right into it. Should unless we go into it? We could, unless we're still going to talk about uh, the Lions Lions week one versus the Eags. No, no. Let's go into it. Let's bounce. Yeah, <laughs> All right. let's go into it. All right. So, guys, internet, you guys know it's a place. It's where we hang out, all this stuff. But it's, it's also the worst place in the world. So, as you may have heard, uh, Brian Robinson, the projected starter for the Washington Commanders this year, was shot in a carjacking, uh, was it? Yes, Monday? Yeah. No, Sunday. It was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday because we were in DC. We were, we were drafting. Yep. So he gets shot. Um, and RI, uh, not RIP at all. He's alive. He's alive. He survived. Uh, nothing life threatening. It looks like he got shot in the ass and in the knee. Okay. Is what I saw. Yeah. So horrible, horrible thing happens, right? And we pray that he has a speedy recovery. And I'm hearing that he might even be able to return this year. So, so that's. That's great news, but I wanted to start this segment like the internet is the worst. So this segment's called The Internet is the Worst, and Adam Schefter uh, tweets out as soon as this happens, Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson was shot multiple times in an apparent carjacking attempt, as this person from NBC reported. The injuries are considering are considered non-life-threatening. So then it's just like, all right, let's let's jump into some of these these replies. You know, hopefully there's some well wishes in here. <laughs> some get well uh, soon. Yeah, some get well soon. Because that's the fizz's overall message. That's our statement is get well soon. That's a tragedy. We're sorry to hear that. Wishful thinking on the internet, Frank. Yeah, absolutely wrong. So top top uh, reply here has over 1,500 likes. Says Antonio Gibson is the prime suspect. 
Um, <laughs> Got to drop them from my fantasy team. These are all the top results. Um, I'd say I feel sorry for him, but he probably supports the politicians who made this possible. <laughs> who in the fuck, <laughs> as soon as a guy gets shot, like a human being gets shot with a promising career, like is like, I should... I should tweet. This. Nobody's should, safe these days. I should tweet this out. Drop some political banter on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, literally just traded for the guy three hours ago. Uh, yeah, it, we really care about your $50 league, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? When this news comes out three picks after someone else in your league drafts him, eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji. It's like, come on, man. This is Unbelievable. I mean, they, they, they reported non-life-threatening, but this was, like, right at that moment, they were just breaking this. So, like, people are saying this shit, and they don't even know what, what kind of condition he's in. <laughs> no, it's, it's, like, it's unbelievable. I got him in two leagues. I'm, it's just ridiculous to me that everyone turns to their fantasy team when, like, a dude, a dude gets shot. Yes, or the best is when they have, like, a shitty day, and, like, people blow up their tweets, and then they're, like, the player chirps back, and they're, like, Fuck your fantasy team, buddy. <laughs> it's As someone who comes from a family with deep roots in law enforcement, I am not, of course, part of the M- NFL's target audience. But best wishes to the commanders, Brian Robinson, on a full recovery. Like, that's got to be a Russian bot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what like, I mean. There's no way people What's can really What's the point really of even that leaving way, that dude? comment? I don't really <laughs> That's a Russian bot. Dude, like, yes. Probably like seven followers. Yes. I'm guessing. Oh my god. Okay. Thank you for the well wishes. Yeah, I thought. Russia. Yeah, I thought we had some. I just uh, wanted to point out how people are uh, are losers, and the internet is a terrible place. So that so was don't that. Pick him up in fantasy, anyway. Yeah, is what yeah, we're I guess. Saying. Yeah. So he's uh, probably on Barry's hate list. All right, that was just as bad as one of the tweets. So that's good. A little awkward, but um. Let's move in. Let's move it. Let's touch on this, and then we can get into our college football preview. But I did want to touch on the Red Wings really quick because this is something that happened. It's, like, the only thing going on with the Red Wings. Um, but I think it's just a lot of, like, wings slappies, like, losing their mind on the Internet. But uh, the other day, Larkin was trending, and that's because the Red Wings' number one beat writer, uh, Anzar Khan of MLive, He wrote this. He wrote, no deal is done in reference to Dylan Larkin's contract with the Red Wings, so it's safe to assume Larkin's agent and the Red Wings general manager, Steve Eisenman, are far apart. Larkin changed representation after the season, switching from this guy to this guy. Um, Seems like he's a big dog. He represents Crosby, Kane, McKinnon, Eichel, Hughes, a bunch of other guys. He also represents uh, Verana and Raymond. Okay. Okay, so Larkin's coming off his most productive season since 2019, picking up 31 goals, 69 points. So he's due for a sizable bump from the $6.1 million he's currently making. Um, and this Anzar, Anzar Khan is worried that he wants $9 million a year, which would make him earn more than, like, Colorado's captain, uh, which is kind of insanity. Yeah. You know, and, and everyone keeps saying by the time the wings are good – that Larkin's going to be the second-line center, which I kind of agree. So everyone on Twitter was, like, losing their mind over this in Red Wings community. Uh, and People were mad at him for saying, how can it be safe to assume they're far apart? How do you know they're not just negotiating? So just kind of an interesting thing to think about. Um, you got to imagine Iserman's going to do whatever's right, whether it's pay him 
or let him not walk. nine million right. or let him walk or I trade mean, if him he's or working anything. with that new agent that has all those other big superstars underneath him, he's going to be looking to get him a big payday. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And, I, you know, I'm not the biggest hockey guy, but, like, does their cap increase year over year? Like, NBA, by the time you get done with a five-year deal, like, you're the 15th or 20th highest player because the cap raises so quickly. In the NHL, does it do that, or is $9 million still going to be a lot in, like, seven years? Probably will be a lot, just knowing because yeah. they don't pay the guys. For sure. But, but it's yeah. still going to go up regardless. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the same story, just on a smaller scale. And $9 million, you said, is more than the Colorado's captain? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. So I think that's a little high, but I don't know. I just kind of have a feeling, too, that Iserman will just figure it out. I mean, whatever it is. Like, And, and to be honest, I've never been a guy. I think Larkin's like a good player, and he's played hard, and he represents the city well, but it's it's not someone I'm completely married to at all. For so, sure. So he's not the best player on a Stanley Cup winning team? Absolutely. Larkin? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. No. No, he's, he's probably not the best. He's probably not the best player on the wings right now. It's close. It's probably top two or three, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. So that's 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 like the wings news coming out right now. Um, so yeah, that's all we got there. I'm curious to see where that goes. Nine million a year is a lot. That's like a career journeyman in the NBA. I know it's isn't it sickening. It's a, I think Bradley Beal got five years, two hundred and fifty million this year. That's insane. I mean, fifty million a year—that's that's more than most NHL players probably make in their career. Definitely, easily. yeah. In one year, the salary cap's insane. You gotta wonder, like, when their next lockout's gonna come, or do they are they just cool with? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, the the thing is that the NBA is all international too. Like NHL is not really besides Canada, so they have like all the all the money they make overseas too mm-hmm. with the NBA. Well, the other thing I you guys would know better than I. Isn't aren't the Coyotes playing in like a five thousand seat stadium this year? Yeah, they year? are. They're playing at Arizona State. <laughs> They're playing at Arizona State, dude. Yeah. So like, how do you create enough revenue to to even pay anybody? I don't get like how that is a thing. I could probably read on it, but I don't even understand how that's how that's happening in today's world in the NHL. And that team is like Bettman's team. Like yeah. that's like the NHL owned team. Right. Like right. I don't get it at all. And there's got to be a hundred other cities that could like host that team better be pretty sweet to go to those games though yeah i mean it probably (laughs) would be really hype and i heard there was like beef to start the year that they weren't even going to put the coyotes logo at the sun at center ice like arizona state was like no we're keeping the we're good we're keeping the spear here or whatever that was like when the vikings played at (laughs) at the the university of minnesota stadium yeah you could still see the shit all maroon right uh, was that when the roof came down uh no, that was when they were building the new stadium. Cause remember that was when uh that Seattle kicker or they played Seattle and Blair Walsh d- missed that like twenty five yard field goal oh, in the yeah, playoffs. Did. Do yes. you remember that? Oh yes. no way! That's yes. right. That's right. Yes, and uh, that was outside at that stadium. So like they played like a year there or maybe two years there at Minnesota yes. or the University of at University of Minnesota. That's insane. Yeah. Wait, but don't you guys remember when the roof caved in? Yes. Yeah. Was that? They played here. What? Didn't they play in Detroit? Minnesota? Yes. They played their game in Detroit, I believe. Didn't they give away tickets and they played it in Detroit? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember that. I'm pretty sure they That'd they be a pretty good that. memory. I don't remember that at all. I'm pretty sure they did that. I, I, it was that or the Bills. Remember, we hosted a game on a Monday that was not televised, and they were, like, giving away tickets at Ford Field. Wait, I think, right. I think you're right. 
Uh, dig into that one. I'm going to dig into one. that one while you guys. <laughs> what do we want? Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, you guys start talking. Yeah, I know. We should probably do something. <laughs> should I go back to reading the Brian Robinson Here Twitter replies? <laughs> you ready for this one? Yeah. New York Daily News. Metrodome roof collapses under snow. NFL moves Giants-Viking game to Detroit's Ford Field Monday, December 13th, 2010. That's a great memory. Yeah. 2010? Yes. I don't remember that at all. Yes. Now be played at 720 at Ford Field, most likely in front of a near-empty stadium. It will be televised just by Fox in New York because they had the Giants play. I'm sure – Few Michigan, a couple thousand Michiganders went out there. Ain't much going on Free here. Game, yeah, for yeah. sure. Go yeah. down there. Beat what are they it. doing? Yeah. yeah, I mean, what else are you doing? But the Bills were ass then. I'm assuming. Yeah, 2010 Giants Vikings. Oh God. Yeah. Giants. Well, actually, Giants were good then. Giants were good then. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ooh football stuff, the Giants NFL rumors that guy I was telling you about earlier said there's the rumor that the Giants want to uh, that uh, Dable's frustrated. With Kenny Galladay. I did see that, and I saw, what was it, $25 million dead money or something? Yeah, I think it was. Have you seen the clips of him, like, in the games and shit? It's, it's insane. He's, like, walking at his routes. I can't believe, like, when I said, like, good, I'm glad he walked, he's going to be, he's going to suck, I couldn't have anticipated it being this bad. No. No. Does he just not give a shit? It doesn't look like it. Dude. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care at all, and, and if we can thank Quinn and Patricia for one thing. Were they even? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think Brad Holmes offered him though. Didn't oh Holmes God. offer him? He, I think he did. Actually, I think he offered him like that. one million less than the Giants. Thank God. I'm he pretty didn't sure take Holmes. That. Holmes was the guy who offered him. That guy was. Uh, that guy is. He was literally just looking for the payday to then go there and be like, "All right, chilling." Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he gets picked up, honestly, if he gets cut. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Kenny Galladay got the payday he was looking for. Galladay, number one receiver. Um, the best they said he was the best free agent left on the market. Found a new home, four years, seventy-two. Oh my God, four years, seventy-two million dollars with the New York Giants. Holy cow! The deal reportedly has a maximum value of seventy-six million, which would make Galladay one of the six highest-paid receivers in football. That's insane. Galladay turned down a contract offer from the Lions last fall, which was de- which was believed to be in the seventeen million dollar range per season. Thank God. So we got lucky. We didn't even do something smart. Contract negotiations grew contentious, then were tabled after Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia were fired in November. So it does look like it was Bob Quinn who who offered him. Oh, yeah. The the Lions' new regime, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, decided not to use the franchise tag on Galladay before the start of free agency, declining to lock him in for the 2021 season at a shade under $16 million. So they're saying they could have tagged him. So they did let him walk. Good. Well, hey, Holmes, Holmes declined to uh, offer a reason why he decided not to use the tag. I mean, that Fuck is... Fuck yeah, that's awesome. That is obviously a, a blessing, but I saw this crazy news today. So I saw a tweet, Raiders first-round picks from 2019 to 2021. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see that yeah, one? I did. I did. Read that boy off. So though. Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, all in 2019, all declined their fifth-year options. Okay. Yeah. 2020, they had two first-round picks. Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett both waived following off-field incidents. Yeah. Both of them. I think it's funny how, like, with that, though, that everyone's just saying, like, Ruggs was waived. Like, I'm just – it's like Ruggs was – I mean, he killed a guy in a right. with a car. Exactly. He was shit-faced. 2021, Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman. Great name. 
waved after one season. One season. What wave. happened to Leatherwood? I remember him in Alabama. He was sick. Well, he, <laughs> he obviously not. isn't anymore. I saw he was waved after one season, and I saw Kellen Mond was waved after one season. And did you also see like the quote too that they tried to uh, trade Leatherwood, and and they said they got thirty two no's. Wow. They tried to trade him thirty two no's. Was that's, the quote? That's bad. He must have just been like a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, he must have like Jamarcus Russell did. Yeah, that's who's uh, another fucking Raider. Jesus, they stink <laughs> at the draft. They are, they, yeah. Darius Hayward draft. Yeah, <laughs> is Mayock there? Is he still there? <laughs> no, I think he's gone. Isn't he? I don't know, Mike. But Mayock. I think those are all Mayock's picks, right? Yes, they were, along with Gruden. Oh my God. Yeah, no, Mayock's gone. Where do you think Gruden is? Like, where do you think he went? What do you think he's doing? Um, I think he's probably in a basement watching film or doing something like that. Yeah, his quarterback room. You know, he's probably just he's probably not in a, a bad situation, to be honest with no, you. No, I mean he's got a he's got endless amounts of money. He probably Correct. just disappeared from the spotlight and that'll be it. It'll be the last time we see John Gruden. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um so quick quick transition on internet uh stuff. But um, today I saw a Harold Varner quote, just changing hard gears over to golf real quick. <laughs> yep. Just because I did want to mention this. I did see the quote. Yeah. It was sent in, the, sent in the group chat. And basically he just says like, hey, Harold Varner here. Uh, the PGA Tour was, was great to me. I loved it. It made me who I am today. Um, I've made more money than I ever thought possible. I'm going to the live because now I'll have generational money and I can take care of my family and their kids and their kids' kids. And we were just saying, like, how refreshing it was to hear just someone, like, actually just fucking tell it like it is and just be honest that they just want to make a boatload of money in the live. And, and, and you know what? I get it. I know why the PGA guys want to protect the PGA or whatever, but, like, why are you hating on – like, we see guys in every other sport leaving free agency for more money and yeah. not stay loyal to a franchise. Gosh, in some cases with hockey, they go to the KHL for more money. Yeah. Um, so – why are we ripping on these golf guys who are getting not double, not triple the money they're making, like eight to ten times the money they're making, guaranteed? Guaranteed. You know, oh, well, they're not playing as hard as they could or there's no incentive. What's the incentive for some any of these other team sports? Yeah. And, I, I mean, in a selfish, like, world, like, the TV coverage and the format of it, like, I like the PGA a lot more. 100%. Like, I don't think that's questioned whatsoever. Obviously, I don't really enjoy that it's, like, blood money over there either. But, right. like, it's hard to argue with the actual human players, like, going over to play. And, like, fucking, we were saying Phil was right. Like, it started this new Monday night. Like, it got them to start thinking of ways to – Right, now the PGA is making yeah. all these other tournaments that are big prize money because they have to or they're going to lose everyone. Right, right. And, yeah, and, like, like I know, like, the match was, like, commercialized by, like, Capital One and shit like that, but it's just, like, stuff like that is very entertaining for a golf fan like myself who isn't – who's pretty much just watching the majors and not following it all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's interesting. I think one or two things going to happen. This league's going to fold – Within a couple of years, because it's it's just being Spend run by private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be making money. Yeah, it's not like they have a huge TV deal. They had ten events. It's not like you can be bringing a lot in. Um, so I'm thinking it's either going to fold or it's going to be an AFC NFC type deal with 
the uh, PGA Tour yeah, or a, an ALNL type deal or a Ryder Cup type deal for people out there. You're going to have cross-conference or cross-divisions, and they're going to make it almost like a team activity, Yeah, the live versus the PGA guys. Yeah, you do got to wonder, like, the longevity with all that money. Right. It's like, is it just endless, and this is just their toy, and they – they don't care. They'll just keep paying and it will never run out. Or like, are the checks going to start <laughs> bouncing and shit? I mean, once electric cars come they're they're going to start bouncing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, they have so much money. And I'll be honest. Dumb. I don't think I've watched one swing of a live match. I don't even know how to like watch it. So, I mean, you, you I have to I like go and stream it through YouTube. And, and that's what, yeah, and that's what I was saying, you know, in, in the chat too today was like, they got to get a TV deal to really, like, launch yes, off. Yeah. They have to get on TV because I'm not going to, like, go on my laptop and, like, look up a Google YouTube link every time I want to watch golf. Right. And still a lot of the big dogs aren't in there that I care about. Right. One quick point, then we can get into college football because I do like bringing up that TV deal. So what do you guys think about all the TV deals swapping uh, going into college football here with uh, – Basically, the Big Ten's going to be on CBS sometimes now. Yeah. So we always thought Vern Lundquist growing up, you have Alabama, Georgia, Auburn. Yep. So now Big Ten goes to CBS. SEC strictly ESPN at this point in time. Big Ten will also have an NBC game every weekend. Which is crazy. In 2024. So you're going to see. Because that's just Notre Dame. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to see Mike Tirico on a USC versus Ohio State call on Saturday night. As a Big Ten game. Yes. As a full in-conference yes. game. Yes. How great! What banana land? Correct, and that's the only reason they got so many TV deals. They were able to obviously leverage USC, UCLA, those TV markets. That's probably why they commanded so much money getting that Los Angeles market. Yeah, and how big was that contract? And 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 I also read. I'll find the numbers on what that contract was. The Big Ten one. Yeah, wasn't it like six or seven billion? It was something oh, yes. like that. And yes, it, it was something nuts. And it was. Um, but I also read the craziest part of it. Was that this con the Big Ten's contract expires, aka goes back out to market before the SEC deal expires with ESPN? Gotcha. And it's for way less. Okay. Like that, which is like pretty insane. So actually, I think I have it right here. So here it is. It the rights with CBS, Fox, and NBC begin July first, twenty twenty three. Yep. And it goes through twenty thirty. 2029 oh to 2030. Yeah, and then SEC's expires in 2034. Wow. So that's like, so via The Athletic here, it says CBS and NBC are each paying around $350 million per year for their Big Ten packages, and the Big Ten's new rights agreements are worth more than $8 billion over the seven-year term, the sources tell The Athletic. The largest rights deal ever for a college athletic conference, each conference. Each contract is for seven years, which means that the Big Ten will go to market before the SEC's new contract with ESPN inspires in 2034. This money, though, is crazy. That we're 1.1 to 1.25 billion a year is what they think they can bring in by bringing in Los Angeles. This ends a 40-year partnership with ESPN. Yeah, I've, I just read that as well. For, first time in 40 that? years, Damn. they will not have Big Ten football or basketball. Right. So you get one more year of Big Ten basketball, Big Ten football on ESPN. Crazy. After that, FS1, 
NBC Sports or NBC CBS. All, yeah, all CBS. Of, all of it's just like crazy. I mean, even like the NHL coming to ESPN was like fucking nuts for, to like see that again. Yeah, and like it was. Watch that again. Going on ESPN Plus and like searching through the games for NHL. Yeah, like here in, and like Mike Tirico does hockey now too. And I, he's right. actually fucking awesome at it. I think he's just an awesome announcer. But I mean, The reunion I want to see most and then we'll get into college football is NBC with basketball. Yeah. I know Fox Sports took the jingle. But it doesn't feel right being on ABC. I I feel like NBA growing up in the 90s, like it was always on NBC. Well, I kind of think of, well, I guess the 90s, you're right. But I do think of like the Pistons being in the NBA finals on on ABC. When they they had the font and everything. And like, I, I picture like... Let's get it like Black Eyed Peas, like hype music, like yes. that. I do think of like ABC and, <laughs> and the Pistons being in the finals at least. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, but dude, like I don't, I don't even get like truly how these things work. Like they're just they're, I mean, eight billion, and it's like so like Rutgers, Minnesota is like worth this, you know, all all of it just like blows my mind. Not them. I know they're not, <laughs> but like it's just wild how many pieces there are to it, and it's really only focused on a few teams. Yeah. Right. It's insane. It's insane. A lot of cash. But, hey, the biggest part of the show, the most exciting part of the show, college football week one. Let's move into it. We're all very excited. Um, everything before this was just uh, – Preseason didn't count, didn't matter. Yeah, yeah even half this show is just Frank. No, week zero totally it counts for the score. No, it all there. counts. You got to get loose. You got to get warm. Come on, man. Preseason no. champ over here. No, hey, I'm just saying uh, – I try to be on all the time. I take every week seriously. You guys obviously mailed it in a little bit. So last week's picks, uh, Chandler, very confident on his, uh, gave this whole spiel about SEC team going to Hawaii and all these stats that everyone has. Playing on the island. Playing on the island, how long the plane ride was. I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. <laughs> That's what Pizzo was delivering us all last week. I mean, fucking Chandler was delivering us all last week. Uh, and it was an absolute blowout. What was the? They scored first. Hawaii scored first. You Came had me feeling thundering. good. Yeah, and dude, I put everyone on that pick. So I was like peak high that at that point in the <laughs> night. Like I'm, I'm like an eight or deep. You know, like I smoke probably three or four cones, <laughs> calm the nerves before the game, and I'm laying in bed. They they marched down the field. I mean, the first drive they looked like world beaters. They were like, the Rainbow Warriors. It looked like Timmy Chang wasn't the coach, but he was actually the quarterback out there. You know, like I was that excited. And then <laughs> Vanderbilt goes on a 63-3 to run to end the game. It was fucking incredible. I was out to eat with a buddy. Uh, we did a little double date thing, and I was like, yo, we are pounding Hawaii tonight. I was like, the line moved from six to nine Six and a half. Misery loves company. Yeah, and we just, we fucking pounded Hawaii. We're like, we'll be out to dinner. It'll be great. We'll be out there. We'll just, it'll, like, we're like, we'll we're pay, gonna for, pay dinner. for dinner. Yeah, yeah. it's going to pay for dinner. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't happen at all, dude. They got <laughs> paid fucking, double for dinner. They got dicked down. Uh, Channy was so excited about this one. He, like, sent me a video in the middle of the day that I posted on the story talking about how the line moved. He was so jazzed about Still it. Still love it at nine and a half. <laughs> Listen, life's Loved only... Loved it more. Life's only 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you respond. Fair enough. So, so we have a point system this year. If you get a bet correct, uh, that's uh, a favorite. It's one point. If you get a dog correct, you get two points. If you get it wrong, you're, you get zero there. So, Channy gets zero. Uh, Lou... The Big Slip Bandit, 
Uh, didn't know the game was in Dublin might have affected kind of his decision making. I could see how that would be an issue, but it he did had not. he had Nebraska Northwestern uh, under a fifty one. I think yep. that was toast in the middle of the third quarter. <laughs> he didn't just have under fifty one though, Lou. What did you have? I did hit the under of the first quarter, which was ten and a half. That, <laughs> there we go. That was okay. the only one I did hit though, and then I I still loved it at halftime for whatever reason. And doubled down and got six, or I got 54 and a half, and then I got 59, I believe. Oh, man. And the game finished at 59, so I pushed and then lost two and one, <laughs> one did not go my way. But honestly, the, the whole game turned, everything looked good. It was third and eight. I want to say it was like right before halftime where it was in the third quarter. And this was all over Twitter too. Chris Thompson like scrambled and almost ran out of bounds and then just chucked a Hail Mary deep and the guy caught it. It was right before half Mm -hmm. and they scored. And then they did an onside kick after. That's your move. And (laughs) Right. They did an onside kick after. They don't recover it, so Northwestern has the ball at the 50. They Or no, Northwestern recovered the kick and then fumbled on the kickoff. So Nebraska got the ball back, and then they did an onside kick, blew it up from there, and it was basically no fucking looking back. Yeah, so that was just a long way around (laughs) of saying uh, these two guys missed their fucking bets, and I hit mine. I had fucking Northwestern plus 13.5. I based it on literally nothing outside of that. It was the first game of the season, and it's a Big Ten conference matchup, and that just seemed like way too many points. That's all I did that on, and it was uh, easy breezy beautiful cover girl for your boy. So I have a two point lead to start the season, but long way to fucking go. Um, So let's look at our picks for this week. Uh, Week one, so jacked for college football. Um, And then right after it, we got the NFL the week after. Um, So since I won last week, I'm going to go last and I'm going to give it over to Chandler to start. Okay. Gotcha. All righty. So we're going to imply some of my thought process from last week into this week, okay? Okay. So last week, beautiful setting, Hawaii. Weather's nice. Paint it for us. (laughs) There's probably 5,000 seats at that stadium, maybe less than the Coyote Stadium. Nonetheless, beautiful setting. Is it really a small stadium? 8,000. They were redoing Aloha Stadium. No way. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a track stadium. God, it's probably sick. Yeah. So great setting. Aloha. But it might not be the best setting in all of college football. Let me take you down to Kid Brewer Stadium. You guys know where Kid Brewer Stadium's at? No. Is that Boone? Pizzo knows his people. I think that's Boone, Boone, North Carolina. Carolina. (laughs) What's the most dangerous game to play? I love this game as well. When you have the small team that's regional with a very big school. Appalachian State, North Carolina. They're neighbors. You always have a chip on your shoulder when you're the smaller school. You always have more to prove, and you're at home. Not only do we have all these things working for us, 19% 19% of the bets on App State. You know what that means. Vegas starts getting it right. They're getting one at home. North Carolina couldn't stop Florida A&M if they tried last week, let alone when you go into Kid Brewer Stadium. Give me App State plus one. Give me two points. Write it down already, Frank. 
Welcome to Boone, North Carolina. Wow. Great fucking delivery there, Channy. So I think, what was it? App State plus two? Plus one. Plus one. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it even moved down to a half, but one is fine. Wow. All right. All right. We'll, we'll let it lock in at one. So you heard it there first. Channy off a loss last week has App State plus one. Taking out North Carolina. I like it. Good pick, Channy. All right. Big slip bandit. Lou. Love it. The big slipper. He's looking for the Big Dipper, and he he is is taking his action on a little Thursday night fun. So when you listen to this in the morning, get dialed in for 7 o'clock on Thursday and head on down to old Pittsburgh. They're taking on the Mountaineers, and they are laying 7.5. Pitt is bringing back its whole offensive line as well as its three running backs, and it had the number 37 overall rushing success last year in the NCAA. West Va lost their six best tacklers and three of those from the linebacking core, and they've only have one DB who has actually started an NCAA game. And with that being said, I am taking the old Pittsburgh Panthers minus seven and a half. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. I fucking love it. Uh, Lou, I want to know which website you fucking read that directly off of. Um, cause it looks like they had some good information. Look, uh, so we got Lou locked in at seven and a half over UVA, uh, Chandler's app state at plus one. Look at, they painted a wonderful picture for you guys. You know, they got all these insights, these numbers, these player names, these arenas, stadiums, all this shit. It doesn't matter what you guys need to trust here is me and my fucking gut. You look at the numbers, you look at the lines, you look at the teams and the names, and you just got to know what's going to happen. So right now, week one. I really am looking at some big lines with some big names, and I want to take them. But you know what? My gut's telling me not to. I am a dog at heart. I'm a dog in week zero. I'm a dog in week one. So I find these dogs, and I pick them. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take Florida at home plus three versus number seven ranked Utah. Come down to the swamp. It's not easy to play in. Florida uh, he's got a uh, what's his name? What's the quarterback's name? AR fifteen. Yeah, Robinson. He said, he said he Roberson. Want, Roberson. He says he doesn't want to be called that anymore. Too bad. Nickname's too cool. I'm calling you that, especially <laughs> if I'm betting on you. AR fifteen is going to cover this plus three in the swamp versus number seven Utah. That's not even my favorite pick, but that's the one I got to go to because that's what my heart's telling me to do. So Florida plus three. I really like the pick, Frank. A lot of money on Utah. That one looks too easy, and when it is too easy... Usually is. Usually is. The I, other way. Speaking of... Uh, you said all the money's on Utah? Yes. Okay, because that honestly surprised me. The one thing I was going to ask you before I got all cocky and just went rogue was how much the money's on because I was worried a ton of the money might be on Florida. Nope. 21% of the money. On Florida. Do you guys remember NCAA football, the video game, obviously? I know you remember it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, do you remember the year that they focused on, like, the stadium? Like, it was all about, like, how hard it was to play yep, places. the crowd noise and yes, stuff. all yes. of that shit. The Swamp was number one. That's what I remember from that game so much was that the Swamp was, like, 
always like one to three. It was like one I just of the love toughest. the name the swamp. It's too. so sick. Yeah, yeah. Your like routes turn into like spaghetti strings. <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. running like in fucking, fucking water. False starts four times in a row. I'm trying to do an audible. The guy's like shaking his <laughs> hand. Dude, I used to love when the receivers would lean in and like go like what? What? <laughs> you're fucking pouring sweat. It's just human as shit. <laughs> Dude, that that video game was so fucking legendary. The NCAA just stealing money. Oh, it's coming back players. next year. How yeah. are they doing it? They uh, RB fifth. Oh, well, it's nil shit. Probably, nil. Right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Wow. So yeah, cut probably the check. Him. Cut cut bless the check. The yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We going round two. We keeping it to one round. What did, are we thinking, boys? Did well, we I, ever? Uh, we didn't really touch on the MSU game at all either. We didn't. We didn't. Well, let's get. Well, let's do our second picks. Okay. And then we can we can start slap dicking around each other. Uh, but I was gonna say before we get going, we should get ourselves an nil athlete. You yes. just got to find a guy who, like, is cool. We'll send him T-shirts and shit. He'll talk about our podcast. Yeah, 100%. We could probably find a Sparty or two. Yeah, we could probably find someone. Yeah. Maybe, we'll we'll start hitting up the DMs. Be, uh, we don't have money to give you, but we'll give you clout and T-shirts. Just be a, a nice person and a liaison. Yeah. We'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe get us some locker room gear, too. That'd be kind of sick. Some gruff Sparties. Yeah. Maybe throw some grit in there. I could go for some mesh shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, field pass or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, who cares? If you got any laying around? There we go. There we go. All right, so uh, let, we'll snake it. We'll snake it. We'll do it that okay. way. So I'll go. I'll go next here. Uh, kind of thought we might be doing one, but hey. So I'm looking at two lines here. Two lines. Two big games. Two exciting games. Oh wait, I lied. I lied to you guys. Okay, I did just lie. We'll talk about those lines later. This is the line I want to take. So, basically this one, another one of those games where I'm not looking too much into it. I'm essentially looking at uh, who is playing who, where. Um, and what I'm seeing is the SEC versus the MAC in an SEC stadium. Um, and that boils down to Kentucky minus 16 and a half playing the Miami Redhawks. Now, I did a little research on this game. Apparently, the Redhawks have a decent offense. Um, but apparently their defense is an absolute mess. And that's all I needed to hear when I see SEC versus Mac, and they're in the SEC uh, barn. So I'm taking Kentucky Wildcats minus 16 and a half versus the Miami Redhawks. Who do you think you are? I am. Let's so that, go. So that's it. So we got uh, Kentucky plus three. And, oh, sorry, Kentucky minus 16 and a half and Florida plus three. Those are my picks. Go take it away, Lou. All right, for my next game, I'm gonna go a little 3:30 action on Saturday. Uh, not Beamer, blank, not Bentley, but we're talking about in Mercedes Benz Stadium. Wow, what are we? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm talking Oregon and I'm talking Georgia. This one might seem a little too easy for the folks out there. You might call it a sheep bet. Baha hee ho. I'll tell you what. Uh, give me the fucking dogs minus 17 and a half right now. Guess who's playing quarterback for Oregon this year? Chandler's boy, Bo, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. And that guy hasn't beaten or, or hasn't beaten Georgia in his lifetime over at Auburn. Not, and last year, uh, Oregon lost two games to Utah, who they got blown out by and only scored 10 points in Oklahoma. So there's no way that they're going to be able to do shit on the Georgia D and most of their offenses returning. I know their quarterbacks coming back, Bennett and uh, 
that other guy, Kenny McIntosh, as well. So I like the fucking dogs. Let's go. Minus yeah. 17 and a half. I had them on my list as well. Uh, nothing not to like. Thank you to all those who are listening and listening right after this is released because you're going to get rewarded. We're going to Thursday night here. I love Thursday night home teams. I love them at home. And what do I love week one? A home dog. I'm going for four points this week, taking two dogs. Unreal. Guys, who's been the most overrated program in the Big Ten the last five years outside of Michigan? Penn State. Frank? Most overrated program in the Big Ten in the last five years? Because Michigan is obviously the first one that comes to mind. It's got to be Penn State. I'm going to stay Penn State. Guys, great minds think alike. Penn State stinks. They've always stunk. James Franklin can get the kids in there, can develop them. He's got a couple good NFL players, but while they're there, they always underperform. And where are they going? A tough spot. Us Spartans mm-hmm. know about this tough spot. They're going to West Lafayette, week one, night game, Thursday night game, and they're getting a field goal and a half. Yep. What up, Purdue, boy, the makers? Yep. Getting three and a half. It's not going to get me extra points, but guess what? Take the three and a half, put two units on it. Oh. Take the money line, put a unit on it. Take your girl out to dinner on Friday on Channy. <laughs> Give me Purdue plus three and a half. I love it. I actually had Purdue on my list as well. I love that take, and your take, it was three and a half, right? Yes, sir. I All might right. have to drink a Boilermaker that night. Purdue. Is it true? Because I've always called them Purdue, and I heard one time that that school is like 70% guys. I wonder if that's still true or if I just made that up. And I, I think heard. it's like a huge engineering, engineering school. school. Yeah, yeah. It is. So I heard it's a lot of guys. So that makes sense. Purdue. Yeah. That's good stuff. Other games that I just thought had, you know, crazy lines, um, we're looking at Notre Dame plus 17 and a half at OSU. That's a top five matchup, and that's just crazy to see that line. No, it's a lot of money on Notre Dame, too. Really? Which makes me think Ohio that State Ohio State's going to kill them. Here's, here's what I'm going to tell everyone listening right now um, who's bad, who's not, whatever. I have this unique perspective on Notre Dame. I grew up a huge Fighting Irish fan. My dad went there. I loved him. I worshipped him. They never, ever, ever win in prime time or when it counts, ever. They don't even cover. You may be thinking of a few examples. It's rare. The fucking record's like 2 and 107. <laughs> so I have this fucking unique perspective where I actually bet with my head against Notre Dame. When I, the bigger the game, the harder they fall. So that one for sure I'd be taking Ohio State. I like it. I like that game. I got a couple that I think you can take a look at. Um, first one, Georgia Tech on Monday night. Yeah, I like that one too. 21 and a half at home with only 9% of the money on them. Whew. That is a lot of points, and I, I think Clemson's one of the more overrated teams being in the top five this year preseason. Has college always had these games like every day? of Like it's Thursday through – it's like Wednesday through Monday this week. Just for Labor Day, they usually have okay. a, a long weekend here. Kind of and then otherwise it's, but otherwise it's Maction on Tuesday, right? Nothing Wednesday, and then Thursday they're back at it. Yeah, right. true. I mean, there's a, a lot of good games here this week. You got a Cincinnati, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. That's a good ranked game. You mentioned Ohio. State and Notre Dame but it was uh, just interesting to me like how big how high the rankings are and how big the spreads are right it's wild 
Remember when uh, Michigan State went into Ohio State last year? Yeah, I do. I do. That was uh, Rod I don't know why he brought that up. <laughs> Same situation. Um, uh. And then uh, these are these are unofficial picks. These are just notes we have. These are little bonuses, little snacks you can chew on if you want them. But uh, just it's always good too to just pick one of these absolutely monster lines where it's one of those bets you take and you're just like, I don't know. We'll like it's Fuck it's it. so like so. Alabama and they always, Alabama is a good one for these. Always has these monster ones, and they seem to always hit them week one. Uh, Forty-two and a half versus U- Utah State. Forty-two and a half. That's, Utah State looked absolutely fucking dreadful this past week. They played week zero. It's one of those lines where it's just like it's only if they stop playing, like right. if they just completely stop playing. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. I look at that one. Another big line that I like, although I like the dog on it, is UTEP. UTEP playing at Oklahoma week one here. Um, Oklahoma never blows teams out, I feel like, early on in the year. Mm-hmm. Got a new coach this year, new quarterback this year. 30 and a half points. Give me UTEP. The other, uh, the other real quick, Frank, the dog that I like too, I forgot to mention, uh, Houston's at uh, Texas San Antonio. Mm. And San Antonio is getting four and a half. I'm pretty sure they're returning pretty much their whole offense, and they score – in bunches as well. So I think them at home is another sleeper to keep an eye on. Love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, you're mentioning good, like big programs that don't blow out week one. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we kind of, we're pretty familiar with that. I feel like with, with the Sparties. Cause I know you, we were talking a little bit before this, what's like a 20, was it 22 points for the 20, s- 20, 22 and a half. I saw. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably not touching it unless it's part of a parlay money line, but I normally don't like to take state with those giant lines versus bad teams. They, they like to keep it. They like to keep you sweat until the end. I feel like on those, I'll run you through the whole 60 minutes. MSU jumps out before halftime up three touchdowns goes up 24 after half Western cuts it to 10 with three minutes left in the third mm-hmm. MSU wins by 17. They yeah. win. Don't cover. Yeah. It's just, it seems like, and, th- and then there's always like the weird three minutes of like, Oh oh shit! They're kind of right. they're kind of like in striking distance. Then we get like a turnover. Right, it's right. Like, oh okay, yep. and then we bust a run up the sideline, and that's like it. But they like, always keep it like weirdly close. They do. They never just we never blow teams out. And and I was saying this earlier too is last year any of the games that we were favored by twenty or more they did not Michigan State did not cover. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I mean, what's what are you guys most excited for on uh, Michigan State to either see this weekend? Or is it just the whole thing of having them back? Well, uh, the whole thing of having them back is, is definitely it, but I'm very curious to see. You know, I mean, biggest, I'm excited to see the offense and the wideouts yeah. with, with thrown. I would say I would say the biggest thing is the, the I want to see the running backs. I want to see what they can do. Obviously, that's the biggest glaring. Yeah, and it, it, it is still kind of a question to me of, like, I, I, it goes both ways. It was like, was Kenneth Walker really – the anchor that carried that team. I think it's obviously, yes, he was. He was almost a Heisman candidate. He was, he was fucking amazing. Should have been a Heisman candidate. But then I'm also, yes. I'm also very curious to see, like, like is he going to be sick on the Seahawks? Like, I'm just curious, was it lightning in a bottle? Was it the situation? Was it the O-line? Was it the play calling? Was it actually just him being a boss? You know, so we'll see. Kind of uh, funny how we got uh, Peyton's dad, the OC, and uh, Western as well. I just found that out earlier this week. I found it out today. Yeah. I had no clue. That's a thing. That's fucking wild. And to your point, Frank, I'm interested to see what running back plays and who yeah. plays more because we got obviously Jalen Berger from uh, Wisconsin transfer, and then you got Broussard from Colorado who played under Tucker. Mm-hmm. 
Broussard, from what I know, more of a scat back, more of getting it out of the backfield, catching the ball, yep. good good in space, whereas Berger seems like a workhorse, like a, a Kenneth Walker. So I'll be interested to see what kind of splits they get because from what everything I've read, I saw 60-40 really? one way or the other. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited to see Holiday again this year, Kale coming back, and, uh, and Trey Mosley. Oh, yeah. Kale Holiday will live in infamy for the cover. Oh, my <laughs> God. That Pittsburgh cover. <laughs> he was, yes. He's forever crowned in my book. Yes. The, uh, and you always, I always wonder in these games, too, of like how much these coaches show or don't show or how much they actually give a shit or they don't. Like, I, don't, I don't know what that world's like as like a college coach of like, hey, you know, the Big Ten schedule's coming up. We got some games we can win, probably not running exactly what we do. Right. So I'm always curious how much they actually think about that or if that's just idiots like us saying, like, well, they're not showing at all because, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm I think the curious. first time we really see Michigan State's full playbook is at Washington. Yeah. Um, I don't think they show it the first two weeks, but what are the odds that we have a flea flicker this week? Oh, oh. Yeah. wow. I forgot about the flea flicker f- extravaganza. <laughs> There's going to be something, right? Yeah. yeah. Or like a It'll throwback a or yeah. reverse yeah. fake Pass. punt. Yeah. 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 I love how we got lucky with, like, D'Antoni, like, D'Antonio wouldn't seem like a guy who does trick plays, and then he did them, and then like right. it feels like Tuck's just kind of been like, yeah, I'm, he's ready to we're fucking open to it. it. Yeah. yeah, the <laughs> one I loved last year was uh, against Nebraska when Reed caught the punt, and everyone was going to the right side, and he caught it on the left sideline and just took it to the house. And we were losing that game. Yes, yeah, that was that was a huge moment. Believable. Yes, I was at the bar. Lot of drinks deep, very fucking confused. Yeah. No, confused because I was like, the camera guy missed it too. Yeah, and then like the play looked dead, and then he was just gone. I thought there was a penalty. I was so confused. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm though. excited for Sparty Football Friday night. Yeah, I'm excited I love the for the Friday all of it. night start too. Oh yeah, that reminds me big time of. Uh, yeah, I just remember we had that senior year. We had a Friday night game versus, like, Florida Atlantic. God, this is the fucking best time of year to be up there. It's so great. It's the best time of year. It's so Not great. Not even close. What's wild, too, is, like, I would go up, like, August 1st. I'd do welcome month. <laughs> so by the time everyone was up there, I was already, like, a mutant. <laughs> so <laughs> so funny, too. We were talking about uh, the Lions tailgate earlier and, like, getting down there. Like, oh, I'd like to be down there around 9, 30, yeah, 10. yeah. Those days, it's like, all right, we're getting up at five. Yes. You're slapping your roommate, ashing on him. Correct. Man, we, what are we doing, man? <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's if the boys aren't up. You're yelling at him in yes. the house. It's, it's fucking crazy. the radio. Yeah, it's 617. Fucking and, buck cherry on. Yeah, you got home, you got home at like 2 a.m., 2.30, oh. bed at 3. Yeah, degenerate shit. Still smell like shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll still live in those days. I'll still talk about them. Best All right. time. Speaking of that, speaking of that, speaking of uh, college football, keep with the theme, falls right around the corner. Let's stick in college football and do a little snake draft here. Um, we're each going to pick three items this, this week on the list, um, but we're going to do top college football uniforms. And you guys already know what the fuck I'm about to do. Uh, I'm going to go to wheelofnames.com. Can you tell us how this works again, yeah, Frank? So, yeah, no problem. I'm glad you asked, Chandler. So the Wheel of Names uh, is pretty simple. It's a website. You type it in in the URL area. You hit enter, and you go there, and it gives you this wheel. You type in your names to the right. Um, as you can see, I got Lou, Frank, and now I will add Chandler. There we go. And then I will hit spin, and it will select a name. And we then, can hear it this time, and though, then it so will it's going to be yes, extra great. It's going to be awesome. Ready? Let it rip, baby. Boom. 
Where is she landing? Who's picking first? College, it's really close. Oh, Lou. Lou is up first. Let's get rid of him. Let's do second. Let's do second here. I guess I could have waited until he was done, but I got really excited to hit the wheel again. It's looking. Oh, all right. Man. It's Lou, me, and then Channing. All right, college football unis. Let's hit it. All right, I'm up first. I'm not going to pick Oregon because everyone already knows that they have the sickest uniform, so I'm leaving that one off my list. It's that's still okay. In, yeah, you can do whatever you okay. want. I'm, I'm going to go a little bit out of left field on my first pick, actually. Real quick. Dagwood. <laughs> before we start, before we start, I just, you know, I always get worried about these rules. We're just talking, are we talking in, in general? Like general, like what our favorite uniforms I'm just are. Are we like, going like 1984 Rose Bowl? They no, were? I'm, I'm no. going more okay. general. Got it, cool. General. But I have a couple color schemes. Yeah, we'll chat. Okay, I'm being Chill a yeah, yeah. Versace. I'm being a douche about it. So <laughs> my first one is the all black Texas Tech Raiders uniforms. Wow. Yeah, those are absolute gas. I just every time I see them, I think of the uh, Michael Crabtree play when he fucking shakes them. The, the wheel is spinning. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that, those are those so are hot. Texas I like this. Tech is your favorite uniform. Yep, in all, all blacks. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe you let off with a Texas Tech. <laughs> I can't put believe. up put up a poll. What's worse? I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. <laughs> I swear to you. What's worse, Frank, the Dagwood or the Texas Tech? I don't know. This is both Lou with his first overall pick. Man, we, what are we doing, man? <laughs> Look at the uniforms. Get on Google, search images, and tell me. I you're know what you're talking about. Those aren't fucking gas. I'm not you're say- lying. I'm you're not lying? saying they're not gas. You're lying. Okay, fine. Well, so, man. So for me, dude, I can't believe you just went Texas Tech black unis for the first overall pick. That is up there for the Dagwood. Step up. 3D. <sighs> okay. So, for me, it's like really, <sighs> this is tough. This is tough because I'm between two here um, and it's, it's loyalties laid. Uh, both ways, but I mean, I'm not going to get the number two overall pick and sit here and not take uh, the Michigan State like white unit. There's no way. There's absolutely no way I'm going to like let that pass me. I love them. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of loyalty there. I almost said we should exclude them from this list um, just because I know we love them. But the other thing too with MSU is holy shit, have they leaned into like alternates? Like yeah. I never would have thought. That's yeah. Nike. Yeah. All day. <laughs> yep. MSU, baby. Love it. All right. So I'm getting back to back here, right? You are. All right. First selection, traditional uniform. I don't know if they've changed in forever, but I just love this uniform. USC. Oh. I like those. Red, yellow, white. It's like college football to me. So I feel like that's just one of the staples in college football. So USC is my first pick. Second pick, not many teams rock the purple, but this team rocks the purple perfectly. LSU Tigers. LSU home jerseys, the white with the yellow uh, stripes on the shoulder pads, the purple outline and numbers with the yellow helmets. Like, you're just coming in to beat the ass if you're wearing it. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. We got a couple sound bites this week, team. We are very excited about. I figured out how to use this like uh, little podcast board, and uh, we figured out the sound. You're going to be so, getting a heavy fucking dose of Dan Campbell. So it's a folks. lot of lot of Dan Campbell. Uh, probably not going to switch him up either. No, I love it. LSU. 
The LSU are the classics. Those were our those were our JV unis in high school. Believe it or not, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm taking this next one. A little bit of a controversial one. I can tell uh, Channy's going to spit right in my face, <laughs> which I is <clears throat> is totally fine. But I mentioned it earlier. Grew up as a huge Notre Dame fan. Dun, loved, dun, dun, loved dun. fucking Rudy. Loved that movie. Those uniforms, those gold helmets are absolute classics. Uh, it's a shame that they're with Under Armour right now, I believe. I think they're with Under Armour. I grew up and they had Adidas back when Adidas was super hot. Not that Adidas isn't hot now. I know they're not Nike. I need Nike to take hold of Notre Dame's fucking uniforms. Um, and I think they would be absolutely electric, but you can't beat those gold fucking helmets. And I mean, Notre Dame's logo is a, is a top 10 classic of all time. So that's, that's ND, ND for me. Boo. <laughs> Appalachian State. Yeah. No, it's going to be something like... It's like so for Jackson my next State, one, it's like Tulane Green Wave. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I believe it. That's so how sick you are. My next one, I'm, gonna, I'm sticking in the SEC, and I'm going to go with University of Kentucky's with the blues and the white checkered <laughs> shoulders. You know we're playing football, right? Yes, bro. They got the gas over there. I like UK. With the checkerboard? Yeah, they have like the white that they and stole blue from checkers. Tennessee? No, they didn't. They, they That's Tennessee's thing. They wore it so much better. So I got I got UK, the cats, boy. Unreal. Well, you're up again. Oh, I got to the disappoint us once again. Dude, you have two out of the top 25. Uh, they're my, not even in the top 25. I would never have picks. considered these teams. You my know. next one, I'm going to stay down in the great state of Texas, boys. And I'm talking the University of Texas with the burnt orange, dude. Those are absolutely gas. Matthew McConaughey knows it. Everyone in the world knows it. Give me you, Texas, with the burnt orange boys. Well, God, Frank looks very disappointed. Yeah, I am because you actually took mine. Because I was gonna say Texas because I had that burnt orange and that logo. You can't fucking beat it. Also, something I wanted to note with you with USC. Let's not forget USC was like absolutely one of the most electric colleges for us yes. growing up with Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart and fucking Rond. Was it Rondale White? Lendale. Lendale White. White. Yep. Dude, they rocked. They were fucking electric. And I am totally stalling because I am panicking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking took it right up behind you. No, I actually remembered it. I remember this one, and this is one I definitely like. And I've said that their gear actually reminds me of MSU, but in the South. Uh, I think it's fucking really sick i like all their swag but i like uh florida state the seminoles the golden red i love florida state's gear uh and i think nike does like an awesome job with their shit love florida state that was one of my top picks from there i've got a couple i mean pizzo you thought it was going to be oregon at the at the number one pick I, i'm I not pass. picking them yeah I pass. i'm passing them they're kind of played out in my opinion but i, I got a couple here and they're both from the Big Ten. Um, well, you get one. I know. <laughs> I just... We'll let you get one for honorable mention. I'm going to do an honorable too. mention, too. But Fine. I'm going to do it. The Scarlet and Gray. I mean, it's, it's college football. The Scarlet, wow. the Gray, Play the, the Buckeyes noise, on the helmets. Ah. I mean, it's, it's college football. They're a staple. I'm all about tradition. LSU, USC, Ohio State, those are just powerhouses. Iconic. Kentucky, Texas Tech, and fucking. We're talking about uniforms, not the team. (laughs) Okay? We're talking about swag. Yeah, bitch. Step those up. You make it fucking cool if you're good, man. (laughs) 
right. What else do you have, Peter? Do you have some honorable mentions? I have there? one honorable mention as well. Uh, another one I was going to mention was I like Clemson's gear a lot too. Yeah. Clemson's? Yeah. The, pur- the purple and orange is pretty wild. Yeah, the purple and orange alternate one. I actually wrote purple uni next to mine, so I do like those. But I like the, the orange and whites. Those are, those, are, those are fresh too. I'm, I'm big on the all-white Penn State. And they come out in the whiteout, and they come yeah, all white sweet. with just one stripe, dude. It's like, that's... When they have the full whiteout in Happy yes. Valley, it's hard not to be like, that's really fucking... That, to yeah. me, is just like, if someone was, like, from another country or another planet, was like, show me, like, college football, you know, that's one of the first places I think of is, like, that all-white fucking atmosphere. Yep, yep, 100%. Yeah, that one's, that one's pretty fucking sick. Uh, I thought I had one on my mind. Oh, just traditional, like, helmet-wise, and it's only really sick because they're really sick. It's it's Bama with the numbers on the helmet. Like, yeah. I mean, that just, like, as a helmet. The I mean, Crimson, that, yeah. Yeah, with the Remember the Titans. Like, that's pretty sick. Why do they use an elephant? Do, you, do we know? I don't know why I don't the Crimson know Tide. I don't know why Well, I, know, I, I think the Crimson Tide, come, that name comes from go. the Gulf of Mexico and something that has to do with, like, the tide rushing in that's red. Yeah. So that's what I don't know what the elephant stands for. That could be completely fucking pulled out of my ass, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that has to do with it. All right. Well, that should put a cap on that one. <laughs> so we'll just move really quickly into uh, fucking red tides. We're going to, you know, as I said before, we always try to provide value here. We give you betting picks. We tell you what to eat, what not to eat, what uniforms are like, all that shit. Um, and our new segment here is Flavor of the Week. It's the music that we've been listening to for the past week. Could be old, could be new, could be a hot new drop, could be something old. Um, but we're here to remind you of it and bring it to you. So we'll move into this quickly. I took a page out of Pizzo's book last week. Um, what was yours? Like yep. a Thug? What was it called? Um, no. I'm a Thug. Yeah, yeah Trick yeah, Daddy. Yeah, so that was a jam, and it got me thinking. Some of these old tunes, man, I just like... You know, they don't make them like they used to. So I went with uh, uh, Kryptonite. Who's it by, though? It's, Three Six it, Mafia, right? I thought, Yeah, I thought it was, but it's it's like the album's like Big Boy Presents. But so it's... But it yeah. is Big Boy. I thought so, too. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, it is Big Boy. Big boy. So this is my song of the week. What year do you guys think this was? 99. I'd say 2002. 2005. Okay. All right, Cash. So that's 3-6 Mafia? Yeah. Eddie Murphy, Big Mama? (laughs) 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 Fucking taking Martin Lawrence's thunder. (laughs) All right, Channy, you're up. All right, so. Intro to this one. Some people, you know, if you watch it on HBO, they have a new docuseries out about it. On Netflix, they got a docuseries about it. I was watching the Woodstock 99 docuseries, and I saw Fred Durst, Limp Biscuit just brought me back, immediately listened to about 10 to 15 of their old songs, and this one was always a classic. Came out in 2000. I was in, like, third or fourth grade. This was just lightning. Limp Biscuit, Break Stuff. This is like when they like they were like playing this song during like the middle of the the Woodstock mayhem. This is when they started like that was a great documentary too. Down. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's really good. Ninety nine Woodstock. 
Fred Durst was like so money back in the day. All the Limp Bizkit stuff makes me think of NHL hits, too. Yeah, yeah. That album cover, too. That, yeah. The hot dog flavored water. Oh, yeah. Chocolate starfish. There it is. Boys are bopping. Oh, yeah. We're fucking pumping. Yeah, top comment says, this right here reeks of the 2000s. Loud album art, the angst of sounding lyrics. Hard-hitting guitarists and loud drums. This is early to mid-2000s in a nutshell. And Fuck I love, you, Dad! And I love every single bit of it. <laughs> this rap metal era was just insane. insane. Oh, yeah. So come and get it. <gasps> Did you guys have those Adidas he had? Uh, the yeah, the the fl- like the three stripe. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. all three stripe, but like the yeah, flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were like the wannabe Air Force Ones kind of deal. Yeah. Yep. All right. Lou, you're up. What do we got? I went a little bit left field here. I was in the rap realm last uh, week, and this week I'm going more down south with a little... I believe this was actually in... If you watch Yellowstone, I want to say this was in, in like Yellowstone, Yellowstone, but yeah, you know, I bumped this on the way driving to work in the morning. You feel like you're like smoking a cigarette. I'm going to battle, but I'm just going to fucking answer emails. <laughs> Sunshine beating on the good times, moonlight racing from the grave. String band playing more that honky tonk's pretty young thing going dancing in the rain. Ah, uh, this is sleeping on the blacktop, Coulter Wall. The second verse is pretty hot. You're listening to this going into battle? Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. I lady spitting at the it's like a duel. Yeah, going yeah, to a duel. Like a western. Yeah, right. I'd like the heater though. You so gotta kind of smoke the heater while you This song does make me want to smoke a cigarette. Oh yeah, right. Oh, good karaoke song too. Boys are bopping. Yes, sir. I like it. That's a tune. Fuck yeah, a little variety coming at you, folks. Oh oh, yeah, yeah. that's what we do here. That's what we do here. We're not married to anything. We're all over the place. All right, awesome, great picks, fellas. Let's uh, let's wrap her up. I got an email here from Big Jer. You already know what the fuck it is. It's over under. It's how we close every show ever since the beginning. On episode 75 now, let me find this thing. If it is your first time listening, Jerry sends me topics, my buddy in Cleveland. Um, could be anything, five topics. We will tell you if that thing is over or underrated. I'll lead it off, whatever it is, I'm ready to go. Jerry sent it, I do appreciate you. LGRW is the start of the email. First topic, roulette, roulette. So... This is interesting because I got some free credits yesterday for the FanDuel Live Casino. Um, started using them, lost it instantly. But I got to say, roulette, overall, underrated. I like playing roulette. I know it's a sucker's game. I know it's the worst odds. I know there's no skill whatsoever. But roulette is a game that I just think is absolutely electric. And sometimes I go watch that clip of, like, all those guys that put hundred grand on one number and they won, like, $2.2 million. Right. That's, like, my fucking dream. That was the guy on the cruise ship. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. that was. It just looked fucking awesome. Yes. And all the uh, dogs around you, you're fucking jumping around. Dude, and when you're in that mood and, you're like, the, you're hitting, it's, there's no, it's there's so no much There's no better fun. feeling. Yeah, so yeah. roulette, underrated. Whoever wants to take it, jump on it. I, I don't have much else to say than that. Underrated. I love roulette. 23, 19, 31, 27, 4. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Big gambling crew here. Obviously, we're all going around the table with underrated. I like uh, 22 black, and I like 36. And don't forget to split the zero and double zero, folks, when you're playing. Don't get burned by that. Absolutely. Roulette, underrated. Let's fucking go. 19 red. All right. 
Number two on the list, we'll go with uh, Lou here. Uh, Fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo is overrated. That is one of the most sheep meals of the Italian community that you can order. Fettuccine Alfredo is a disgrace to Italian food. Don't ever fucking order Fettuccine Alfredo. If you go out to dinner, that's an embarrassment. Look in the mirror. Stay away from Fettuccine Alfredo. Overrated. Mamma mia. I'm not Italian, but I I, uh, agree with a lot of your sentiments, Lou. If you're going to get chicken... Fettuccine Alfredo, you might as well sit at home and eat it or microwave it from your smart ones, a snack or whatever. Fettuccine Alfredo is for the sheep or the people who don't know how to order at a restaurant. Overrated. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you guys. I would never get chicken fettuccine Alfredo from a restaurant. Absolutely not. Midweek in a pinch, you got the Alfredo, you got the noodles, whip it up, get the chicken. It's quick, but it's also, I've never had it and not felt like um, an absolute brick was in my stomach, you know, really like you ate fucking two Big Macs. Correct. But like worse, like golden <coughs> cheese. So I also Windows seven say, Big Mac. I will say it's overrated. Um, yeah, I'm never going to get it from a restaurant. Three overrated is on the fettuccine Alfredo. Wow. Number three, Channy, you're up. Spray suntan lotion. Spray suntan lotion. Uh, I'm going to say overrated yeah. because I, I, I know what it is kind of, but I don't really use it. Yeah. And I don't use suntan lotion. I use sunscreen. Yeah, I think that's what he meant. I think that's what he meant. Did he mean sunscreen? Because well, suntan lotion would be oil. Yeah, yeah. He's just calling it lotion like an idiot. Yeah. So sunscreen? sunscreen. Yeah, I think he means sunscreen. Well, if that's the case, underrated. Yeah. You see my, my skin, I'm yeah, very fair. So I, I, I need to use it the start of the season. I usually use sunscreen from like April through June. Then once you get a nice base, you don't have to put it on. But SPF 30s helped me in a lot of times, so yeah. underrated. Yeah, without a doubt. It's, it's, it's an underrated thing. Like, I feel like we started life as kids without the spray. I feel like it was all lotion. Or, you and know. it's like fucking slopping all over you. Your which whole body's white. Which I, which I don't hate either because I know it's on me. Um, but I need it too. And I'll go up to 50 if I have to to avoid a, a bad burn. But the, the spray is where it's at, underrated. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, overrated i don't think you should be wearing sunscreen at all to be honest with you go out there get burned get a solid burn base and then you just stay inside for a little bit let that burn turn to a tan and then you no longer need sunscreen at all stay away from the chemicals folks keep that body clean overrated with the spray don't hate the take don't hate it number four number four on the list which is actually on both tvs here tennis 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 is very underrated. Uh, Wimbledon is on my fucking bucket list of sporting events to go see. Tennis is cool. Uh, you have to be a fucking athlete to do it, and it's tough as shit, and you're out there alone. If you're having a bad game, it's just you, buddy, all yep. by yourself. Yep. No, I'm with you, Frank. I think it's very underrated. I love watching tennis. Like you said, I definitely want to get to an event here soon. Wimbledon would be absolutely insane, but even just any USA, you know, ATP event would be sweet. One of my favorite things about tennis and gambling is that majority of the events take place over in Europe or Australia. So when there ain't shit to bet on, you can wake up and roll out of bed at 9 a.m. and there's about seven matches on to fucking get your day going. Yeah, we've had some pretty gnarly combos at like 7 a.m. So, way to get your day going. Yeah. <laughs> tennis get, is underrated. Yo, get this bread. Yeah, yeah. He's listening to the song about to answer the emails. I'm going to even take a different angle. I mean, I like playing tennis. Oh, not that I do it as much anymore, but uh, it's a good workout. It's fun. It's hard. 
Uh, tennis is great. Underrated. Yeah, tennis is good all around. Great sport. All right. Um, sport. I don't know who's up. Number five, Chili's. Chili's with Lou. Wow. That's such a hard one because it's like right when I hear Chili's, I just think of baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back. And I'll tell you what, Chili's has a great layout and a lot of options, but it's overrated. It's fucking <laughs> Chili's. Like, yeah. God damn it. I mean, overrated. It's Chili's. <laughs> it's no different than any other chain smack you in the face restaurant. Might as well go to fucking. Golden I'm not going to stand for this. Your, your point's done with. You just said it. You categorized it. Chain restaurant. It's like saying frozen pizza. It's different than regular pizza. Chain restaurant's different than a regular restaurant. Chili's is the best chain restaurant. TGI Friday stinks. Applebee's stinks. What else is there? Uh, Ruby Tuesdays stinks. <laughs> Give me some more. Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. P.F. Chang sucks. BJ's. Sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, um, They're all bad, but guess what? Olive Garden. Sucks. It's awful. Fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this for like what you can get for your dollar at Olive Garden. Don't you do this. It's not like. You literally just went on your whole fucking Mamma Mia Dago fucking rant. I'm not gonna, you're not going to see me there, but I'm just saying like value-wise, chain-wise, fill you up-wise. No, wise. this is wrong. Okay, so back <laughs> no. to my point of calling him out for calling it overrated, yeah. and then he says Olive Garden's <laughs> underrated. I said bang for your buck. I said bang for I've your seen buck. seen you eat dick dipped in hot sauce. I mean, Chili's has bottomless chips and salsa for anyone who's gone there. They have good burgers. Chili's is underrated. Tough, tough sell with unlimited chips and salsa. That's definitely not that tight. Great. <laughs> Where else do you get that? Any Mexican restaurant yes, ever. Literally. Yeah, not, chain, not chain, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Fucking chips and there's salsa. good points made by both of you here. Like, I hate all those places. So, like, I hear Chili's, I'm like, sucks. That's the knee-jerk reaction. Place sucks, it's right? It's not like, baby it back, baby back. No, it's not baby back, baby back. That was, like, 100 years ago. And, like, Austin Powers and shit, man. Give it up. So, like, all those places fucking suck. I hate TGI Fridays. I hate Olive Garden with a goddamn passion. Like, Applebee's, I think they all fucking blow. Even, like, the emerging chains like black rock and all that macaroni grill they all fucking blow yeah, and i suck hate. they're bad but i will say there was a chili's at michigan state that we used to go to to treat ourselves every once in a while and i i would say chili's is the at the top of the list of all these fucking chain restaurants but just at my core i gotta say it's overrated wow sorry you guys chili's. are missing out i would though go record an episode at a chili's with you guys and just drink bottomless margs I think what we about gotta the do a hot dog eating contest at Chili's. <laughs> Let's bring the dogs to Chili's. But stop by the slide first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, we, what are we doing, man? <laughs> All right, let's call it let's call it a fucking show. Thank you guys all for listening and tuning in. Uh, we do appreciate it. If you're listening on Spotify, there should be a five-star ranking there. Just go give us five stars if you liked it. iTunes, go write us a review. Give us the five stars. Share with your friends. Check out the store. Do all of the above. And then last note before I let you go, uh, there is a newsletter that I am currently working on. Uh, Detroit Sports Recap actually comes out every Wednesday morning. Recaps the Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, about a five-minute read right to your email inbox before you're even at work. It is called Gordy Berry, exactly how you think it was spelled. Go to GordyBerry.com. Go subscribe to that. Um, and then if you refer friends, we're giving away uh, tickets. We're giving away game tickets. 
and memorabilia. So again, thank you guys for listening to episode 75 of The Fizz. Good luck on all the bets this weekend. We are very excited for the season. Have a great weekend, folks. Stay safe out there. Make your money. Drink your booze. Go green. Go light. See you guys. Hey, honey. Hey, darling. Even for the next time, lesson my set sketches up with me. Three dead in a crash on a number four. Two witnesses blowing up high. Not sure whose will be done. You can call me a sinner for wondering why. Hey, darling, sleeping on the blacktop. Hey, darling, running through the trees, honey. Hey, darling, leaving for the next time. Less of my sense catches up with me.